I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Let's be reasonable. I got washed out to sea in the red wave. It took me so far that I traveled through multiple time zones and ended up back here. And I found out it's always high noon somewhere. It's high noon for Friday, November 13th, 2020. On Saturday, November 14th, 2020, but it's all the same to me. Sorry that I did not release High Noon yesterday. When I said I would be back at the same time tomorrow, I lied. And I hope you'll forgive me. My intent was to be back at the same time tomorrow, which was yesterday. But it just didn't work. Because, well... I was really hungover and I just didn't want to make a bad show and I didn't have the high noon in me, but now I do. So forgive me. I got messages from a couple of people yesterday. They were like, I need high noon today. What are you doing? I was like, I'm sorry. (laughs) I guess that uh, it was a, a weird day. Because it felt like the momentum had somehow shifted against us because the news networks called Georgia for Joe Biden while they're in the middle of their uh, farce of a hand recount. Like, how does the media? I mean, God damn, they think everybody is stupid. It's unbelievable. They're literally in the middle of a hand recount right now. A farce of a hand recount, by the way. And they called it for Joe Biden. That doesn't make any sense. If you ever wanted proof that the media is lying, there you go. We already learned this lesson last week. The media doesn't decide when elections are over. The media has no say in whether or not someone won a state. That just isn't how it works. The legislature has to certify the votes. And in Pennsylvania and Georgia right now, among other states, it looks like they may not have the option to do that. Because it's quite possible that these elections are going to be deemed invalid. There's a good argument to be made that any instance of fraud should deem an election invalid because no one knows how many times that instance was repeated. But this is going to be far, far more than that. I just read a tweet before I started recording. It's reported that there is a whistleblower for Dominion, a third one now who's come forward, who claims to have proof that 3.8 million votes 
were changed from Trump to Biden on behalf of Dominion. And that is not the entirety of this situation. That's just what happened on election night when the red wave came and they were scrambling, thinking that the computers would save them, but they didn't. So they started shipping in tens and hundreds of thousands of mail-in ballots. They lost the thumb drives with the information on it. They dumped hundreds of thousands of Biden votes at one time. What's happening is undeniable. It doesn't matter how many times your dumb friends ask you for evidence because there's tons of evidence and they would see that if the media weren't lying to them and they weren't lazy enough to believe the media. Yesterday in the afternoon, Texas Congressman Louis Gohmert said on Newsmax that a U.S. military unit seized servers from Cytel, and Cytel is where the Dominion votes go. There are multiple companies, all based in foreign countries, that executed this Dominion voter fraud. And you can believe this as much as you want. I believe it, okay? Is it 100% confirmed? To me, it is. Other people won't think that, and that's fine. Maybe my standard of proof on this is slightly lower than yours because you are still having the thought that this sort of thing just could not happen. But of course it could. And I said this months ago when talking about Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. You know, people just don't imagine that crimes like they're alleged of committing and a number of politicians, Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton, and celebrities are alleged to have committed. People don't believe that stuff is possible. We don't want to believe it's possible. But we know in history it's been possible. We know the Catholic Church systematically covered up child abuse for decades from the very top of the Vatican. I'm not trying to slight Catholic believers here. But even in a religious organization, this stuff can happen. Most people don't know that Mother Teresa was investigated for human trafficking. You don't believe me? Look it up. You could be shocked. But my point is this. These people are strangers to you. I would imagine that almost everyone here listening is not friends with Bill Clinton or Jeffrey Epstein or Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, or Nancy Pelosi, or Don Lemon, or Chris Cuomo. Do you really think that you are in a position to judge whether or not they're lying to you or what they are capable of when they're faced with the threat of their entire world collapsing around them? You don't know what they're capable of. 
So why are you giving them the benefit of the doubt? We know Andrew Cuomo put sick people into nursing homes. So did Tom Wolfe and Gretchen Whitmer and Phil Murphy and Gavin Newsom. They're capable of that. They didn't need that space. Andrew Cuomo left field hospitals empty, a field hospital at the Javits Center, virtually empty. A medical ship, empty. How much did it cost the government to provide all of those things? Millions of dollars for sure. But had Andrew Cuomo made use of them, that would have been a win for Trump. And then he wouldn't have been able to put sick people in nursing homes. You don't think Andrew Cuomo is capable of that? He's lied to the nation's face every day for eight months. Why isn't he capable of that? And why isn't his brother capable of covering for him? And if you still don't believe me, Think of the worst person that you have ever been close to. Someone who you may have been in a relationship with, a close friend, a family member. But someone who eventually showed you who they were and betrayed you or abandoned you. And you've accepted, like, I was just wrong. This is actually a terrible person. Do you think that that person is incapable of doing these sorts of things? You think they're impervious to the money? You think that they are comfortable with the things in their life that they are ashamed of? That they cannot be bought and sold? That they cannot be blackmailed? That they cannot be compromised? Look at Hunter Biden. Look at Joe Biden. I'm not asking you to believe anything on bad evidence. I'm asking you to believe something on good evidence. And then I'm asking you to stay open to the idea that you are capable of being deceived and betrayed because you are, we all are. And hopefully we learn those lessons in life when we're taught them. And eventually we become less prone to being deceived and betrayed. But we all start out that way as too trusting, especially when we think someone is looking out for us and our best interests. I think we're also underestimating the level of evil that we're dealing with right now. People who would change the votes of millions of Americans, throw out the votes of their fellow citizens, and then use the media to perpetuate the narrative that they won when they did not, and then silence anyone who disagrees with the help of some of the richest and most powerful people in the world. This is evil. They are working to benefit a totalitarian state. And the first part of that is making sure 
that the people cannot choose who will represent them because they are concerned that like Donald Trump, the leaders the people choose are not under their control. Of course they don't trust us with their future because we can see who they are and we don't want any part of it. So if any maskies or commies are listening to this show, this is the last exit before you get to Patriot Town. So if you want to continue being a maskie and commie, jump off and stop listening to me. Because within the next two weeks, I'm going to turn you into an American. And then everybody who's already listening to this podcast and has been will be like, oh, great, a new American. And they will welcome you. Whereas commies and maskies, if you try to join them, they will just punish you. If not immediately, then eventually. And I've gotten some messages over the last few days like, you have to stop making fun of maskies and commies. I'm like, no, I don't. And they're like, yeah, well, you know, I think it's just like people are going to get offended and then they're going to tune you out. And I'm like, I don't care. Why would I care if maskies and commies are mad at me? They're mad at me because I'm letting other people know that they're maskies and commies. And that's good. Because the thing is, these people have survived for so long by claiming this moral high ground that they certainly do not deserve. And it's never challenged because they use the institutional power behind their oppressive belief to oppress you. That's kind of their whole point. You're not allowed to say the things that they don't like. They will stop you. They will try to destroy you. They will make up stories about you. They will try to dredge things up from your past or find people that you may have crossed in some way who are more than willing to try to ensure your downfall by making up some shit you did. This is what they do. They've done it for five years to Donald Trump. They've done it to countless American citizens. You think they won't do it to you? Because you agree with them? Or you say you agree with them? You're complicit. In everything they do, including empowering the Chinese Communist Party, who right now has millions of Muslim Uyghurs in concentration camps. That's you. That's what you support. You maskies and you commies. And I'm not going to pretend to feel bad for saying it. 
And I'm not going to tone check myself either. Why? Because I don't care what they think. And you shouldn't either. You don't need the approval of maskies and commies. They are weak. They are stupid. And there aren't as many of them. And oh no, he called them dumb and stupid. Yes. They're like the sort of people who could find themselves right now just in outer space on a space shuttle with five people in their crew. So they got a six-person space shuttle crew. And something goes wrong. And the other five people on the crew are all astronauts and engineers. But they're, they're religious, right? Or maybe they're Trump supporters, which means that they're conspiracy theorists. They have all sorts of dangerous beliefs. So you raise your hand and say, hey, I'll go out into space and fix it. And they're like, what? You're not even an astronaut or an engineer. You're like, yeah, well, you know what? You guys have really dangerous beliefs. And I know that you don't listen to the science and I do listen to the science. So I got this. Why don't you guys go sit down with your crazy beliefs and I'm going to go use the science on this thing and we'll see how it goes. I'm pretty sure that I know what I'm doing here. You guys don't even believe in the science. So they're like, all right, you put on a, a big fucking spacesuit with a nice helmet. You're feeling like Anne Hathaway just inventing new emotions in interstellar. Repeating those awful lines of dialogue. And you go on out there and you open up the hatch and all the astronauts inside are looking out at you and they're thinking, man, I hope he's got this. I hope Anne Hathaway's got this. The male version of Anne Hathaway, AKA Anne Hathaway. I hope she's got this. And two seconds later, the shuttle explodes and they're all immediately incinerated. Hmm. Would you call that stupid? Is it stupid to believe that you have a complete understanding of complex issues? And that because you're imagining other smart people agree with you, that now... You have enough information to make critical decisions and perform critical functions. That kind of arrogance and ignorance is stupid and it's very dumb. And I am never, ever, ever going to stop saying it. Why? Because I don't have to. Why else? Because I don't need the approval of maskies and commies. hey And what is with the tone checking? The tone checking is merely an enforcement of a false sense of decorum. 
you know, I know that you're, uh, I know that maybe you have studied this more than me and maybe you're right, but I just really don't think you should talk to people that way. Oh, really? Why? Because their feelings might get hurt. I might hurt the feelings of someone who has spent the last five years calling half of the country racist and sexist and misogynist and pretending that people's values and how they'd like to raise their own children isn't good enough because it doesn't meet your very high standards of morality and your very high standards of scrutiny on the things you believe. And by scrutiny, I mean, did Don Lemon say it or not? Because if he didn't, you know, I just can't know that's true. And there's no way to know. What am I going to do? Like, look things up on the internet and read them? I can't understand those things. Oh, really? You can't understand the basics of complex situations, huh? Guess what that makes you? Fucking dumb. A friend of mine yesterday wrote me saying that I shouldn't be making fun of Maskey's because he is a, uh, he's a GM at a restaurant. I've known this dude for many years and I really do like him, but I think he's lost his shit. But he was like, I had COVID and so did one other person, but we all wore masks and no one else got it. I was like, all right, man. So you're telling me that that's incontrovertible proof that masks work. Okay. All right. Well, that's interesting because no random controlled trial has ever proved that. In a hundred years of studying the effectiveness of masking against viruses, they've never proved that. I didn't realize it was so simple that you could just do your own study at the restaurant over the course of a couple of days. I mean, that's fucking amazing. Congratulations. And it is odd that the CDC originally said masks don't prevent viral spread. And then they said that masks can prevent viral spread, but they protect not the wearer, but the person around the wearer. So my mask protects you and your mask protects me. Even if neither of us have COVID. Fucking brilliant. And then just this week, they decided that masks now protect the wearer too. And by golly, it's on the same logic by which they said masks protect you and your mask protects me. So before... It only worked in one direction and now it works in both. They still haven't made goggles mandatory yet, which is weird. Because if masks did anything, then goggles wouldn't be necessary. But Fauci also does talk about goggles and face shields. And Hollywood productions make their crew wear face shields. Huh. So do masks work or not? I can't fucking tell because it's, God damn, it's so complex. You know, I think maybe thinking about this stuff is simply above my pay grade. 
And so what I'm going to do is believe the people on the news who told me that Joe Biden's now president because Georgia was called in the middle of its recount. And then I'm going to be an asshole to everyone else about it and try to make them do what I do because I'm so cucked that I'll believe anything without standing up for myself. And if they don't do that, then that means they're stronger than me. So I have to exert force on them to let them know who's still boss. Got it, Masky. And that's what you think while believing masks work. But what would you think about that same restaurant situation, knowing that masks don't work? You'd think, my goodness, isn't it amazing? That a few of us got COVID and not everyone did. What would that mean? Would that mean that they have prior T-cell immunity? Fuck. That might be it. Would it also mean that asymptomatic spread doesn't happen? Yeah, that could be true too. And that's fucking crazy because, you know, they actually do have real studies and trials that say those two things. Well, Fucking hell, man. Don Lemon didn't tell me that. So the thing is, you are a masky, and I'm going to call you a masky. And I'm not going to stop calling you a masky until you stop being a masky. And likewise, I'm not going to stop calling you a commie until you stop supporting communists. How about that? Oh, you're not supporting communists? Really? Well, how come none of you have ever spoken out about Chinese concentration camps? Why weren't you focused on that? I mean, you are the saviors of us all. You are the ones who have the pristine moral code that you must now enforce upon all of us. But you couldn't do that. Why? Well, because then you might have to face other facts about the Democrat Party and Joe Biden and the Hollywood entertainers you listen to because you think they know something. So you don't speak out. And why not? Because you convinced yourself that getting Trump out of office was the most important thing. And so you chose consciously to not speak out about the Chinese Communist Party and the millions of people in concentration camps right now. And you told yourself and others that you were doing it for the greater good. Well, you know what that means? Ipso facto, presto changeo, you're a commie. QED. Got it? Kami? Not gonna check my tone fucking ever. Ha ha ha. I am so, so, so sick of the commies. They all have this victim mentality. Oh my God, you call us dummies. You call us commies. Wah! You hurt my feelings. Okay, you're hurting the entire civilization. Constant collectivism by race and gender and belief. 
constant victim mentality. And right now, even some Trump supporters are adopting it. There's, it's, it's like too much to be patient and hold on and let the process play out. Al Gore's was 36 days. We're just getting started, guys. We are just getting started. I know everyone has the feeling like, where are the results? Where are the results? I've heard all these stories about what's going to happen and they can't be true. It's not happening. Where are the results? The results are there every day. It's a process. Relax. Let it play out. If you need a little inspiration, listen to Sidney Powell's interview with Lou Dobbs yesterday. It's up right now on my Instagram. I think it's only on my personal one. I'll post it on my other one too. Or listen to Lynn Wood on the Howie Carr show. This was from a couple of days ago. I know they had an article on the Gateway Pundit that has the audio at the bottom. I'm kind of betting that someone ripped the audio and put it on YouTube. So uh, Lynn Wood on the Howie Carr show. Take 15 minutes. Listen to the two of those things. If you don't feel good at that point, I don't know what to tell you. But one thing we're not going to do is embrace and accept the same victim mentality that the left uses to bludgeon us into silence. That's not happening. You're not going to do it. And if you are going to do it, you're going to stop listening to my podcast because I'll start making fun of you too. This thing is not over. And the only possibility that it doesn't go our way is if everyone of good conscience lets themselves be hammered into submission and allows our country to end. You know what the stakes are. If you don't, you need to get up to speed real fucking fast. And if you really need a burst of energy today, go look at the Million MAGA March. They are saying this might be the biggest protest rally of all time. It looks already like it's quite a bit bigger than the Women's March. And that, too, is just getting started. American patriots went to Washington, D.C. to show their support for this country and this president. Go watch it and be happy. And then think about last weekend. When all these little commies went outside their houses and popped bottles of cheap champagne and banged on their pots and pans, why did they do that? To show support for Joe Biden? No. It was their pathetic attempt to rub it in everyone else's faces. But that doesn't work because we don't listen to you and we don't respect you because we've dealt 
with years and years of you blaming your shortcomings on someone else and you chose us and you tried to make us feel like nothing good we did was legitimately earned and you tried to tear our country apart and you tried to give our country away to the Chinese Communist Party because you hate yourself so much that you can't feel good about your own character unless you feel like you're in some way responsible for saving strangers that you've never met, that you don't want to meet, that you could never imagine being friends with. And so if you were driving around Los Angeles last weekend, you might have come across 28 woke, work-at-home white people banging pots and pans outside the corner gas station. And that's supposed to cow you. That's supposed to beat you into submission. That's supposed to end this country. Like we all have to submit to their will. No, we fucking don't. There's more of us, we're smarter, and we're more capable of living in this world. And that's exactly what we're going to do. I'll be back on Monday at the same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a network. Goodbye. Whether you're a total newbie to podcasting or even if you've had a show before like me, you know how intimidating it can be to start your show. The tech side especially can be daunting. That's why I'm so grateful Anchor exists. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. They knock down all the barriers to entry. Let me explain. First off, it's free. I don't know how or why, but I'm happy about it. The platform's great. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I can't even begin to describe how much easier it was to get my show on all the major platforms this time than it was a few years ago. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's right. You build your show, you make money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and the company is committed to the success of its content creators. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for listening. Please follow the podcast on Instagram and Parler at I'm Your Moderator. Soon I'll be up on Rumble with a video aspect. In the meantime, if you'd like to support the show, I have a Substack, I'm Your Moderator.substack.com, where you can donate. Or you can donate at anchor.fm by searching Be Reasonable with your moderator, Chris Paul. I hope to see you soon. Back out on the rain. Backing as moderator for tonight's broadcast. In my mind, that's the end game. Thanks for listening. 
If you'd like to follow what I'm reading and thinking throughout the day, you can do that by downloading the Telegram Messenger app and going to t.me slash I'm your moderator. On social media, you can follow me on Truth Social, Getter, and Gab at I'm Your Moderator. I also have channels on Rumble and BitChute. If you'd like to follow the writing, you can find me at I'mYourModerator.substack.com. The merch site is CancelCouture.com or go direct shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. If you'd like to support the podcast financially, the best place to do that is Kofa. Go to ko-fi.com slash I'm your moderator. And all of these details will appear in the show notes with each episode. I'll see you soon down on the range. It's hell!